Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. My name is Jerry Ogalda, and I'm the host of this podcast. As the kids like to say, it's been a minute since I've been on here. But honestly, I don't really think I had anything to say. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or even my Facebook account, you'd say, well, you know what, that's not actually true. But it's one thing to be able to type a few words about a moment you're having, another thing to fill 10 minutes with uh, deep thought. And I took a break from all of the really deep thinking because I was just really in the moment and wanting to do more of the doing. I gave myself a good month to just let my brain relax. I've given my novel, or if you want to call it manuscript, over to a friend to review and edit, just so I can give myself a break from that deep thought. But today, when I least expected it, it all flooded back. So I went for a run with a group in Toronto called the Parkdale Roadrunners, and they're an awesome group that gets together a couple times a week, and on Saturdays they do women's only runs. So I think about three years ago I joined them once or twice, and again, over the last few years, once or twice. Some people look at me sometimes, they're like, she kind of looks familiar, but obviously I don't go enough for anyone to actually remember me, so it's cool. And today was a test. Just because I went out earlier this week and had a decent run, I thought, maybe I'll be able to keep up. Well, I was wrong. I wasn't able to. But let me tell you, this morning getting ready to go to that, I was more nervous than I was going to the New York City Marathon because this is a shorter run, so it would be faster. These women do have a pace. They say if you can't run a 10K in an hour, then you're not ready to run with them. But, you know, that said, they, they're not purposely trying to leave you behind. They're also there for their own fun and fitness. So I said, you know what? It's in Toronto. I'll ride my bike down. Worst thing's worst. I'll have to ride my, you know, walk myself back to the start and it'll all be good. And I thought I was going to quit. At three and a half K in, I said, you know what? I'm really labored in my breathing. It's hard to be behind everyone like this. And I was also dealing with something else. So I'll tell you about the something else in a second. But at that point, I kind of went, you know what? It's only 1,500 meters. And these women are all faster than you anyway. You know, disease, no disease, motherhood, sleep, blah, blah, blah. They would have already probably been faster than you anyway. So just get over yourself, finish up your run, and get on with your Saturday. And it was it was lovely. And yes, it was the fastest run I have done in over a year. And I would not have been able to do that to myself because that's why I went out. I went out to test myself. And I'm really glad that I did. But in that lull there where I was going to stop running and just walk back to the cafe where we met, I was hit with a flood of emotion. There were three women out today who were all pregnant. And it really took me back to 10 years ago when I was teaching spinning classes with my belly. I was teaching swimming. I remember little kids used to like want to push off on me. I'm like, please don't push off on my belly, push off on my thigh. And the kids loved it because I had a big, big belly. And I was teaching until about just shy of eight months pregnant. So yeah, it was fun to <laughs> to see the little kids react to me and to be able to teach spinning classes. And I remember the day I said, you know what, I've reached my limit was when my knee kept hitting my belly and it was very uncomfortable. And having lived my entire life with never really having had a belly, it was weird to have that sensation. Now I laugh because, 
your body goes through so many changes with motherhood and then the ups and downs of prednisone and then this disease. My belly certainly definitely met my knee on the bike many times since then, but back then, 10 years ago, was a really long time. But the emotion came in today when I remembered something that a guest speaker at our school said. And she talked about traumas that we go through in our life. And yes, the disease and all of that was traumatic. But a part that I did not give enough attention to over the years, and I've, I've noticed it more in the last, I'm going to say five or six years, was the non-event. And I didn't, I'd never heard of non-event, but I mean, we all know what it is without knowing it. And it's that thing, that thing that you look forward to and you dream of and it's so close to having it, but then you don't have it. And that for me was my maternity leaves with my children. When my son Gavin was born, I had the regular first few months of not knowing what the heck I was doing. But then all of a sudden a routine hit and it was lovely. And then I got sick. So the next nine months of my pregnancy leave or maternity leave were all about me and taking care of myself and making sure that I was healthy. And I didn't really get to enjoy him. I didn't get to do any of the fun and fit and exciting outdoor things that I wanted to because everything was about making sure that I stayed safe. And of course, I was pregnant with Nico, making sure I was safe with him. And then my maternity leave with Nico, I started teaching when he was two months old because I wasn't eligible for mat leave again. So my husband stayed home with him and I went to work. So that run, those, you know, that whole 1500 meters where I'm by myself and just thinking about where I was 10 years ago and all the dreams I had and how that little tiny part of my life was taken from me. It was a lot and it was super duper hard. And I'm, I, I'm thrilled to have running to be able to help me process that. So it just not in my heart. Well, strangely enough, another thing happened today that takes me back to that time. Today, there was a big protest at Queen's Park in Ontario for education. And I took my sons and the exit to Queen's Park is also the exit to the major hospitals in Toronto. So after my initial diagnosis and ordeals and, you know, being released from hospital and starting to have a regular life again, my first big appointment back, I took the subway. And when I saw the stairs, my heart dropped. I wasn't going to be able to walk up those stairs. I did, but I looked like, you know, somebody after a marathon where they're doing one step at a time and it's very slow. And there I was today with my two boys, you know, marching up the steps with our placards in our arms and getting ready to go out and be part of the protest. So it's awesome how these things just come through you and flood you when you least expect it. And that's why I thought today was I was ready to come back and, and share that. Because sometimes in this role where I am sharing so much of myself, I do wonder what gives me the right, what gives me the authority to think I know anything. 10 years, 10 years of learning to live with disease, around disease, despite disease, next to it, and really feeling what it's like to always have something with me, but continue anyway. A big part of today was about facing fear. I was terrified this morning in the room with those women. And I was terrified during the run because I could hear my breath and it was hard. And I was thinking, is this stupid? Am I running hard because of my ego? You know, should I be doing this? What happens if, if, and if? And when I calmed down the what ifs and said, just slow down and run, I was fine. But there was a lot of fear in there. And no one told me. 
Although we talk all the time about something will be your new normal, no one tells you that living with fear every day is part of your new normal, but it is. And it's wild that you can just take that in and do and produce and be and have your jobs and in my case, be a mother. And it all gets done somehow. Is it perfect or neat or pretty? Gosh, no, but who cares, man? It's getting done. And it's just wild. This week and the last week, I've been more tired and I've you know, been berating myself. Oh, I should do less of this or less of that. I'm like, no, it's okay to just be tired. You don't have to not be tired. Being tired is a normal thing for a lot of people who don't have disease. You're trying to do too many things right now and you're going to pay for it. So just go to bed earlier. And I have, and it's been lovely. So I guess the message for today is, number one, things are going to sneak up on you. And even if you think you've dealt with them, they're going to come back. The run today didn't make me sad or angry or annoyed. It just reminded me, which then showed me after how much I have processed over the years. And the other thing is, fear will always be there. You don't ever know if you're going to flare again. You don't ever know if you're going to have a weird side effect to the medication or a nuisance is going to show up. I'm not trying to be gloom and doom. I'm trying to be honest. You don't know. I was looking today at my upper arms. There's some kind of blotchiness going on. Thinking, is this my body detoxing because I haven't been eating certain foods? Is the reaction to the medications I'm on? Is it temperature? Is it because I'm tired? I don't know. So... I make a mental note of it. I'll circle the calendar and be like skin. And, you know, in about a month, if it doesn't go away or it gets worse or it starts bugging me physically, then I'll do something about it. Uh, if not, I let it go because I have too many other things going on to worry about a couple of blotches on my arm. And of course, as you all know, I do go to regular doctor visits, many of them, lots of tests. So as far as things being checked out, I'm good. So if you have a trick for learning to live with the fear, I would love to hear from you. If you have a story about when the emotions come through and you least expect it, I would love to hear from you. This podcast is only going to be more rich and necessary with more voices sharing and more people coming forward and saying, telling their truth and sharing their story because a lot of us make life look pretty regular and I can tell you from what goes on in my brain it's not but I have gotten used to being scared every day and I have gotten used to working around through with the disease and nobody could have told me that 10 years ago never would have known that I would be able to be this far along this into life and living such a full and amazing life. But here I am. With that, I'm gonna go sit outside in the patio and enjoy this gorgeous sunny day. And I wish that this spring brings in so much more air and light and life to everyone. Please reach out, I'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. And as always, our healing is in our hands. Keep the faith and remember, I love you.